Hello, my name is Claudia Diaz, and I am currently a student at Sacramento State. This semester, we were instructed to create a podcast for my English 180H course that focuses on American identities. We were instructed to focus on the required text, and I chose No No Boy by John Okada. John Okada is a Japanese-American writer who introduces the hardships of an individual after World War II. In the novel, the protagonist, Ichiro, returns home after being imprisoned for two years because he refused to join the armed forces for the American government. And then before going to prison, Ichiro was actually held in an internment camp for two years. So he lost four years of his life because of the bombing of Pearl Harbor, essentially. Upon his return, he felt a sense of displacement and didn't feel connected to anyone around him. He felt like he didn't belong. Ichiro was constantly overthinking and reflecting on the choices he had made, and he struggled internally. He didn't know how to cope. Although Ichiro is free, technically, he still feels like he is trapped and he is trapped in his ethnicity. And, you know, he's still considered Japanese, but he's American. He's living in America. His parents are from Japan. And although his parents are residing in America, his mom still feels a sense of patriotism patriotism for her country in Japan. He craves the ability to blend in and be like others, but also is stuck because he doesn't know how he identifies himself. Uh, For this podcast, we will review what Japanese Americans experienced during World War II, how they were treated, and some of the, the background that comes with it. World War II left behind a lot of destruction. Many lives were impacted, many individuals were killed, many were displaced, and many were faced to face reality once everything was over. According to Todd T. Kanakwa and Karen M. McCurdy, at the beginning of March 1942, three months following the Japanese attack at Pearl Harbor, President Roosevelt's executive order 9066 authorized the United States Army to remove persons of Japanese ethnicity, regardless of citizenship or age, which resulted in a massive relocation. Um, this massive relocation forced over 120,000 people of Japanese ancestry, ancestry to be executed, detained, and held in relocation camps by the United States government because they were actually considered a natural, national threat. In the novel by John Okawa, Ichiro was sent to an internment camp. The government attempted to gra- to draft him for the war, and he refused, and for that he was imprisoned for another two years. So he lost four years uh, for declining to be part of World War II. So there are a lot of harsh realities of what occurred during this difficult time. Um, in Teaching Japanese American Incarceration by Karen McKeish and David Gere, uh, they highlight the fact that after President Roosevelt's executive order of 9066, not only were individuals forced into captivity, the camps were surrounded by barbed wires and patrolled by army guards, provided only the basic essentials for survival with limited heating plumbing and electricity so they were essentially removed from their homes taken to camps and given the bare minimum to survive a situation they didn't have anything with them they were you know they were displaced they they a lot of times they weren't even with their families um and 
that unlike the internment of the en enemy aliens, there is no evidence of disloyalty, no review of individual cases, and no appeal processes. So they didn't even have the opportunity to fight for their right. They didn't have the opportunity to get up and go. They were literally held against their will. Um, they had people with guns. They were surrounded by barbed wires. It was almost like a Jewish concentration camp. It was, it was insane. And there was no no way of fighting it. There was no way of, of of being able to do anything. You either complied or you were thrown in prison or, you know, you dealt with the consequences. And it was very unfair. People were thrown into these situations solely based on their ethnicity, solely based on being Japanese. It You know, you didn't have to be full Japanese. You could have been Japanese American. You could have been uh, American. You know, you, you were born here and you were still forced to go and relocate and many times they weren't with their family members and they were left alone it was very unfair very unethical um and it's something in history that we have to look back and remember and hope that it never happens again because it's it's incredible that the government allowed this to happen it's incredible that it was solely based on ethnicity. They, there was no background information. There was no information pointing that they were guilty. So in conclusion, the United States did acknowledge the error and did acknowledge the injustice that resulted in incarceration and blamed wartime hysteria and failure of political leadership. Um, a lot of things have been created in order to inform the public of the hardships that happened. So there are historical accounts, museum exhibits, documentaries, films, short stories, novels, plays, and movies that disclose the hardships that happened after World War II.